Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Mitch makes the catch for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary on the final play of the half. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah. Inside the 1 o'clock hour on The Fan. My last hour this early Tuesday morning. C-Max coming up next, so you Giants fans can have a uh, party over the Eagles and the Cowboys losing. I mean, whatever makes you feel better, (laughs) do whatever it is you got to do to find some kind of solace or satisfaction. You know, I was just talking to PB in here. He's like, yeah, now people are trying to get Brian Dable fired. I'm like, yeah, because of all the coaches that have come available, right? A new head coach doesn't guarantee you success. Right, so firing your head coach to put the next guy in there, Giants fans should know that. Like that doesn't guarantee you success. And then also the whole tanking thing doesn't guarantee you success. Jets fans know that. You can get the number two pick, set your franchise back with Zach Wilson, and then set your franchise further back with Aaron Rodgers. So all of this is uh, you know, up in the air. Nobody knows. You can't call any of it. You gotta hope for the best. And uh now there are more teams hoping for the best in 2024 eliminated. 877-337-6666. Rocco and Saratoga. What's up, Rock? Good morning, Keith. Good morning. Good morning, buddy. Good morning. How's it going? How was your weekend? Great. Good? Yeah, I love football, so I watch all those games. Hey, you know it. I, I can't it get enough focused. of just watching football. I'm trying to teach my son. You know, I'm like, this kid's going to be advanced. He's got me teaching him football. I didn't have anybody teach me sports at all. <laughs> I'm teaching. I'm teaching him it. personnel. I'm like, look, Tell man. They keep coming out in double tight ends. There's only a few things you could do out of this formation. Wait, watch. <laughs> Jack's the man already, right? I dig it. I dig it, Keith. Good, good, good. Hey, hey. I'm sorry about your boys. Don't be. Not so much. They Not they need so to be much. sorry. They some sorry asses. They need to be sorry. They need to they need to yeah. apologize to all those people that bought tickets and all those people that bought merch. I haven't bought they a piece of Dallas not. gear in a long time. My mom was talking about we gotta go back to the stadium. Hell no, we don't. I haven't been to Jerry World since twenty fourteen. I don't plan on going back. <laughs> <laughs> they did not come to play, Keith. They not did at all. not 
biggest no show. One of the biggest no shows in history. In history, one one of the biggest no shows of all time. The game was over fast. You couldn't even get mad. If you're a Dallas fan, you didn't even have time to get mad. The game was done. Hey, who would have thunk it? Except a Green Bay fan. Green Bay, I'm sure they bleed green and they thought they were going to win. Nobody else thought they were going to win. Tell me. A close one. Aaron Rodgers Rodgers beat them in close games. Jordan Love said, no, no, no. We're about to blow these boys out. This game was over before it started. Yeah, that's no fun. That is, it's it's fun for America, but as a fan of the Dallas Cowboys, you can't. That's no fun. I mean, how would you rather lose? Which no one likes to lose, but I'd rather lose a close game that we're in the whole time. They, that game was over so fast. Like I said, mathematically, just looking at the clock, uh, not getting point. I'm like, this this game's over. There is no coming back from this. No one has ever come back from this. So that's the season. There's always next year. And the same thing will happen. Well, see, and the me, same thing will happen. I just roll over, right? When I say roll over, seasons change. I roll into the next sport. Ceremoniously, I'm always packing up my Dallas gear. Like, all right, they, these bums Good. didn't get it done. You won't see me in any Dallas gear till maybe draft, August. It's Yankee time and Thank Devils. You, but, you know, the Devils don't have, don't have Jack Hughes right now and – um. Yeah. I mean, Bummer. I know we got a shot potentially. He's gonna take a lot, but I'm going through the motions. Spring training. He'll be back. I'm going to spring training yeah, in two Yankees, months. Yankees. Yankees. Yeah. Yankees. Yeah. It's gonna be good. So, so the Yankees can break break my heart in the ALDS. I'm all, I'm all for it. Nah. Hey, Keith. Keith. It's happening this year for the Yanks. Sure it, it is. is happening. Sure is. Difference is, I'll be at the Yankee pitches. games. I'll be, I will physically be at Yankee Stadium to watch them fail. I'm not going to Dallas to watch the Cowboys. Nah, hey, smart move. A lot closer, a lot more fun. A lot more fun. And most likely Ask free. Jerry Jones. <laughs> Ask Jerry Jones. He knows. He's going to be at the Yankee games now. <laughs> <laughs> he might as well. We might as well put a Yankee yeah. cap on. Root for us to to end our drought. The Yankees' drought is half as long as the Cowboys' drought. It'll be hey, Keith. It ends this year. I'm telling you, Soto and Judge. It's gonna be monster. Yeah. It's gonna be oh, Sounds a gorilla fantastic. on the loose. If you ask, if you on ask the, the average Yankee fan, though, no, it's not. They haven't done enough. They got a bunch of random guys that are gonna be on this on. team, but Juan Soto, not enough. Verdugo, yeah, Trent Keith, Grisham, not it, enough. Yeah. Cody Poteet. Luke Weaver. Marcus Stroman. Yeah, that's a pickup. It is. Come on. It actually is. It's a pick. The for, guy, yeah. For nothing. He pitched in New York. He knows how we it gave him a hometown discount. York. Always wanted to be a Yankee. He said, all right, right. Eight, 18.5, good enough. Yeah. Good enough. I'll take it. He knows where it's at. He knows where it's going to happen. It's you all on Carlos Rodon's shoulders. Know? If Carlos Rodon actually can pitch like the $162 million pitcher that the Yankees need him to be, if he can do that, they'll be a it's different happening. team. They'll look like a it's completely happening. different team. He's going to be healthy. Healthy. I know what Garrett Cole guy, is. Healthy. Garrett Cole's been looking for some help. I know what Nestor Cortez is as well. Shout out to Nestor. I hit Nestor to see if he was coming to the uh, Pinstripe Pride event. Yeah. He's not. He's, he's not going, going this year. He's you locked know in. Nasty That's nasty my dog. Nestor. He's working. If you when guys follow on. him on Twitter, Instagram, he's working. He's 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 putting the time in. He's trying to be right. Yep. When yep. When he's on, nasty Nesta, watch out. 
So look at that rotation, Keith. Even and we'll add someone else. You know, yeah. you got Derek. I mean, the man, right? Ooh. You got Solman there. Okay, he's he okay. wants to be there. Oh, come on, we and Nasty Nestor come back. A Nasty Nestor yeah. come Clark back. Smith will be better look, this look year. At that. One, two, three, right there. Clark Smith will be better this right year. There. And let's see what the boy Luis Heel looks like. Let's see what some of these younger depth pieces look like. And I That's still right. feel it like they you. can sign a guy. It might not be Snell, but they can sign another guy. It just doesn't have to happen early and on. Then get out of our way. Get out of our way, then. Don't even come to play against the Yanks. Well, they're going to come to play. Thanks for the call, Rock. Everybody came to play against the Yankees. The Yankees were the team that everyone circled as, oh, we can win this series. It don't matter if it was the Rockies, Nationals, Cubs, Royals. Athletics even thought they could win it. Athletics took the first game from the Yankees in Oakland. <laughs> like, oh, we're definitely beating them. Then Domingo throws a perfect game. Different this year, though. Different this year, though. Keep Judge healthy. Juan Soto should be out there trying to have an Aaron Judge-like prove-it year. I can't wait. I'm ready for the Yanks. Bruce is in flushing. What's up, Bruce? You got it. <laughs> Hey, Keith, um, a Yankee comment and a football comment. But before I get to that, did you ever reach out to your MLB network people and find out why Russo is not doing I actually did. Um, let me go back to the text. Some of the stuff, I don't know. Let me see. Uh, I don't know if I can share. I always, I always, like, there's like a line of like stuff. Some stuff is for on air. Some stuff's not, but I don't really have that line. Um, let me see if I can read this. Uh, Hi, he will be back for opening day. Okay. Chris Russo is on a roll, though. If you've been following his, uh, his serious XM stuff, um, you know, his, he said Andy Reid was about to retire. He had something else that he said recently. I'm like, this guy's getting his, he's literally getting his sports news from Facebook where all they do is post nonsense on Facebook. That's not true. I'm like, come on, Mad Dog, do better. All right, let me get to my Yankee comment, my football comment. First on the, on the Yankees, my take on the, on, on, on the Stroman signing was the Yankees did it to buy some time. Um. They didn't like what was the trade prices were too high. Blake Snow price was too high. I don't even want him anyway. But the not bottom for that line, price. Not for that no. price. But the bottom line was they figured, let's sign Strowman. Let's not look so desperate. Yeah. And then it gives them right now. The Yankees can go to war right now with this rotation. Yeah. To buy them some time. I think they're waiting for the prices to drop. For either Cease or one of the of one of the Marlins. Jesus Lizardo, um, right. right, and that's another thing too. I think I heard your call one night talking to C Mac about prices dropping and also demands dropping. Like that's what happened. That's why I'm telling everybody wait it out because as we get to spring training, teams will also assess who they have and who they don't have, and they will understand. Like if they think they don't have a team, then they will actually start picking up the phone to sell off. And Brian Cashman and his team have to just stay diligent. And, like, if it's Corbin Burns you want, keep on the Brewers. If it's Dylan Cease, if it's Shane Bieber, reports can say that they're not going to move them right now in January. That could change when they get into camp and they look around and they say, oh, this team is full of bums. We don't have a shot this year. 
who should we get, right? Not every team is like the New York Yankees or the New York Mets with the high payroll. Not every team is like the Dodgers go out and spend a billion dollars. Most of these Major League Baseball teams, they're, they're billionaires. They act broke. They're, they're, they're fielding teams with no bread, with no money. So um, there's only a few teams that can even bid for some of these pitchers. And there's only a few teams that would would decline trades for guys if you're going to give them a good package. So I think they're just stay tuned for some moves. I think there's still a, another. I know there's still another month until pitchers and catchers report, and then and I, really there's another like month and a half that guys get signed and get traded. And I also agree with the call a couple of calls ago. I want the Yankees to bring in a closer because um, the. The, the guy from Pittsburgh, you never know Clay if Holmes. he's on. Excuse me? You're talking about Clay Holmes? Yeah, you never yeah. know if he's on. Yeah, he blew it in Miami off. last year. He blew it during that. He, 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 I've seen him just not have it. I've seen him just not be able to throw strikes. I've seen him not be a closer, and they think he is. They also think Loaiza is, and they, they love to mix and match and find lanes and say, okay, today, Wandy Peralta. Resign Wandy. They should resign Wandy, in my opinion. And then they also do the thing, like, oh, Ian Hamilton will close today, or Ron Mar- uh, Ron Marinaccio. Like, they, they think they can do closer by committee. And, and my football comment, if I impaneled a grand jury t- tomorrow and present the case of whether or not the Jets should go after, um, the Jets not going after one of these coaches who's available, you know, Belichick would never come to the Jets, but these other guys, this is the best crop of coaches in probably 30, 40 years. And for the Jets not to do it because Aaron Rodgers <laughs> would get upset. A 40-year-old quarterback on your roster told you to you, bring back every single coach, uh, a head coach that has won 18 games in three years, and you said okay. <laughs> if you ask the majority of Jet fans, do they believe Salah is a good coach, the answer would be no. Do they believe Salas yeah. decided to bring in one of these guys? They would say yes. But Woody Johnson is so afraid of Roger saying, oh, I'm going to retire if bring him. I would say, if I was Woody, I would say, oh, go ahead, retire. Yeah. I don't care. Bye, leave. Clearly the Packers let you leave and it worked for them. Yeah. I would, I mean, I know Harper's probably going to San Diego, if I was Woody, I'd go to Harbor and say, okay, here's a blank check. Throw it in. Tell me how much you need. Harbor, uh, Jim Harbaugh, Mike Vrabel, Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick. I mean, we, who, for all we know, Mike Tomlin might be available. Um, for all we know, two playoff coaches in Mike McCarthy and Nick Sirianni might be available. But the Jets are going to set their franchise back even further by saying, no, we're good. We're good. We're going to run it back with, the, with these same coaches. And expect that Aaron Rodgers can come in and win them a Super Bowl. Uh, I just, I don't know. It's so obvious that it's negligent. It's so obvious that it doesn't make any sense. But it's a typical Jets move. I got a lot of flack over the little take that I had where I was telling people, hey, call me up and tell me the attributes that make this guy a good head coach. You know there are none. You know there are none. And then I actually saw a lot of people writing, oh, he runs a great defense. He's a player's coach. He's got a good eye for defensive talent. I'm like, you guys are giving him way too much credit. You're giving him way too much credit. Like, you have one of the worst coaches in the NFL and you're stuck with him because the guy that played four plays for you is literally running your franchise. And you, you're not you're not certain that he's going to be good. The, the Packers look like they knew. 
They were done with Aaron Rodgers. Mark Murphy got on camera at a girls' basketball game and basically said, we don't care. We don't care what he says when he comes out of darkness. We haven't been in touch with him. We're moving on. We drafted our quarterback. And look at them. They're in the playoffs. They're in the divisional round with Jordan Love. And um, what did Aaron Rodgers do this year? Nothing. Have a good night, Keith. Thanks for the call, Bruce. 87-7, A 6 A 6 and two more sixes if you'd like to add anything to that conversation. Right? The Packers knew they had a baller in Jordan Love. Knew that he was better right now this season than Aaron Rodgers could have been. They had enough of Aaron Rodgers' antics. They had enough of Aaron Rodgers thinking that because he's an MVP quarterback, one of the highest earning, if not, I think he might actually be the highest Like before these big contracts have come out. But I think the money that he actually has earned, he's, he's a, the highest paid player. He, think that, he thinks that that gives him a right to just speak on everyone and everything and uh, just move in this way that not everybody is – down for the Green Bay Packers, how they run their organization, how they do things. They look like a consistent winner. I hate the Packers, but if my son said, all right, I want to rock with Jordan Love in four years, and I looked at the Packers organization, I said, that's not a problem. I'd like to go to Lambeau. I'll take you there. You want to get a cheese head? You want to put that that G on you? Fine. Because they consistently win. They want a Super Bowl with Favre. They want a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. The way Jordan Love Bullied. This kid, I'm watching this kid play. The Cowboys didn't sack him once. I'm watching this kid play. He's playing backyard football. He's playing basketball. He was hooping, hooping. He's just throwing the ball in the hoop. Buckets. Romeo Dobbs down there somewhere running free in the middle of the defense. He'll spread the ball out. I don't matter. One of my receivers is open, and it wasn't like he went off for a bunch of yards. Like I think his prop was at, like, like 275, and he came just under it at 272. But when he needed to make a play, he made a play. Three touchdowns, and he spreads the ball out. One, two, three, four, five, six. He had like nine different receivers. Eight different receivers. But you understand what I mean if you watch the game. Jack is in Rockland. What's up, Jack? You're on the fan. Hi, Keith. Hey, hey. I'm good. Congrats on the baby. Thank you. Thank you. He's great. He's nine months this weekend. So while people were expecting me to punch air and be mad about Dak Prescott sucking, which I, I, I've seen uh, enough, or um, the Dallas Cowboys defense folding, I was thanking God that I got a healthy, happy nine-month-old who is now starting to talk and can crawl. And, like, you know, <laughs> life is good for me. I'm, I'm, I'm an adult now. Younger me would have been down in the dumps and would have been miserable over a playoff loss of that magnitude, but the Cowboys are what you thought they were. I've been telling you guys for three years, and coincidentally enough, the three years I've been on the fan, they went 12-5, and 12-5, 12-5. Not one of those years that I tell you they're getting to the Super Bowl or NFC Championship. I'm always going to root for them, but I'm also going to know that they're fraudulent. Right, right, right. So now to my uh, Cowboys point, after the baby. Um, Dak Prescott, I don't know, Mike McCarthy. You got to cut him now. Think you should bring in Mike Rabel. It's a good fit. So let's have that conversation, right? If there ever was a time, now would be the time. I would, like, all right, I don't think they're going to do this, though. So I'll be on record. After the best season Dak Prescott and C.D. Lamb had in Mike McCarthy's offense with him calling the plays, I think that they're all safe. But 
after that embarrassment, if I'm Jerry Jones and I own the team and I'm running out of time and I'm 81 years old, I would fire Mike McCarthy. I'd say, no, that's it. We can't go 12 and five three years in a row and go one and three in the playoffs. <laughs> You're out. Sorry. Like, we need greatness, not good enough. Mike McCarthy's an offensive-minded coach. You mentioned Mike Vrabel. I think he's more of a defensive-minded coach, but that doesn't matter because, honestly, you know, you shouldn't be Rob Sala of one side of the ball and then know nothing about the other side or not be able to talk about the other side. Like, you should be a football coach and have something to do with both sides of the ball. They're going to most likely lose Dan Quinn, right? They're deep, So they're going to need a defensive coordinator and a head coach. And if you remove the head coach, now you need an offensive coordinator. Shout out to Brian Schottenheimer. But Brian Schottenheimer is running Mike McCarthy's scheme, and McCarthy is calling the plays from, from the sideline. Um, I just think that they're not going to do it because then that's going to be a ton of work for Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones to do. And we need football people, not family. They draft well by accident. But I don't think they're great at hiring, so I don't think that they're going to take the risk. And I just think that you complicate things when you start moving pieces. I think if they're just looking for a defensive coordinator, that's easy to do this year. But if you're looking for a new defensive coordinator, new head coach, potentially a new offensive coordinator, Dak Prescott already latched himself to Mike McCarthy. He said if he's on the hot seat, I should be too. My response to that is, yeah, duh, you both can go. Right, right. Now we're going to talk about some more happy topics. Let's talk about the Yankees, yeah? Let's go, Yanks. Counting down the days. Can't wait to go to Tampa. I, Saw Judge was at I, the uh, the Bucks game. He's he's the man down there in Tampa, huh? Yeah, I agree with Rock McCall a couple callers ago. It's happening. It's happening. And when it happens, I'm going to cry. Sure. I'll see you at the parade. Uh, you know, thoughts um, become things. Um, and I believe that. I, I I believe that if enough people think that, oh, the Yankees got Juan Soto, Judge, oh, Rizzo's back healthy, Stanton is leaning out, Anthony Volpe's a year older, Garrett Cole's the AL Cy Young winner, mm-hmm. Rodon's going to step up, Rodon's going to actually be what they pay him to be, Stroman's going to delete Twitter. Like, I think thoughts become things, and if enough people think it, then enough people believe it, and then that's in the minds of their opponents. This year, nobody was thinking the Yankees were winning the World Series. This year, nobody was afraid of the Yankees. So when thoughts become things, uh, scrubs, I watch a lot of scrubs walk into Yankee Stadium and beat the Yankees because what are they afraid of? Nothing. They weren't afraid of Jake Bowers and Billy McKinney. They weren't afraid of IKF and Greg Allen. These are minor league players, no? They're major league players, but these are the New York Yankees. The Yankees are supposed to be so famous, they don't need names on the back of their jerseys. Most of us are looking out there like, who the hell is that? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I literally was in the stadium, and I'm telling I'm educating people. They're like, who's that in, who's that in left field? It's going to be a different <laughs> Oswaldo Cabrera. Season. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the vibe, the, the electricity. No, I know. I told my wife. I'm like, I think I went to like 20, 25 games last year. That's dead. That's done. I got to be at like 40 games. Every homestand. At least one, every two games game. every homestand. Like, we got to get back. We got to regain the dominance. We got to get back to the Bronx Zoo, to, like, Yankee fans heckling the hell out of other teams coming in there and the Yankees feeling our energy where we can will them to victory, where we're picking the pitchers up. It don't matter who's starting. It don't matter who's coming out of the bullpen. It's got to get back to feeling like we are the evil empire. Yeah, I say two more things. Yeah, for sure. First, first, can I give a shout-out to my friend? Shout-out, friend. What up, friend? Shout-out to my friend. 
Zev Grossman. Doug Grossman. What? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't hear you breaking up. It sounds like you guys are making jokes or whatnot. Go back to the free Odyssey app around 11. No, I don't even know what time it is. 11. 1.30. And, you know, record the uh, video, do the screen record, and get your, um, your shout-out and, and send it to the group chat. I'm rolling along. Thomas is in Queens. Thomas is on the fan. Hey, hi, Keith. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I got you. Okay. Um, I just want to talk about Marcus Stroman. Um, I'm not sure he's going to be a good fit for the Yankees. None of us wherever, are. Wherever he's gone, he's been a problem in the clubhouse. You know, and uh, is, and plus another thing, the Yankees have uh, uh, a, a, like a dress code. And everything, and he likes to wear like bandanas, almost do rags underneath his. Yeah, hat. he he stay with a silky on under his fitted. He's a do rag guy for sure. Yeah, I mean, are they gonna allow that? Um, I don't know, honestly. I hope so. Um, you I do? think yeah, because I think that's gonna be the wave. I think it, I, I'll show up with a do rag under my cap as well. I don't really wear the do rag under my cap, but like if if Stroman's doing it, it'll be a thing. I don't know. He last he, last I saw him last season. He had, like, some locks. He had some dreads. He had some, like, little locks coming out the back where they're not going to go for that. If he cuts his hair, maybe. But if he if he ties his locks up and he's got the do-rag on, I don't know. We shall see. Yeah, what? we shall see. This will be see. the first time the Yankees have ever been challenged with the decision to make on a do-rag or not. That's right. It will be. <laughs> that will be interesting to see. I saw, what do you uh, think? He's, he's, yeah. I saw a, a post... I forget the dude's name. It's like Kyle something on on Twitter, and he had the video of Tony Soprano, uh, like like seizuring and passing out. And he wrote George Steinbrenner up in heaven when he sees someone on the mound in Yankee or Marcus Stroman on the mound in Yankee Stadium with a do rag. I'm yeah, like, y'all gotta chill. That's right. Y'all gotta chill with they, that. I wouldn't. I don't think they should allow it. I don't like the look myself. I'm trying to baseball. think. So we had. Uh, Damn, why can't I think of the reliever's name? He was a former Met. He pitched for the Diamondbacks this year. Um, they made him cut his Castro. Um, they made him just straight up cut his locks. But he had long, flowing locks. Miguel Castro uh-huh. down his back. Now, yeah. Stroman doesn't have that kind of hang time. I really no. don't know what's going to happen. Does anybody have a a current or like recent picture of Marcus Stroman? He might have cut his hair, and he might cut his hair on his own. That'll really tell yeah. you he wants to be down. That'll really tell you he yeah. wants to be a Yankee. If he doesn't, if he just goes ahead and, and cuts his hair and shows up, like that, that'll tell you all you need to know about his like yeah, want true. to be yeah. here. Now, yeah, if he puts up a fight and says, "Nah, I got some length on my hair. I want to let my my locks swing. I want to wear my do rag." Uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see when we get there. Interesting. Yeah, that should be interesting. But uh, what do you think about you know his problems in the clubhouse? I never was in the clubhouse with him, and I don't know anybody that was in the clubhouse with him. So No, but I mean, haven't you heard that? Of you course. Know, I heard a lot of things. I hear stuff about myself all the time. I'm like, nah, that's but, cap. Nah, but I mean, you know, you hear it, you know, circulating. Right, it comes from it. somewhere. Yeah, so I don't know. I think um, there's a lot of detractors. I think there's a lot of people that are hating on the guy uh, from his past. And the past is in the past. Only thing that matters is what happens next. Okay. All right. Fingers crossed for the best. Thanks for the call. Like, Fingers crossed 
That it's not an issue. I really just don't imagine Marcus Stroman, who is from Long Island, wanted to be a Yankee over the last few years, spoke so much and like clearly was trying to get traded for. That didn't happen, so he, he got upset at Brian Cashman's comment, lashed out at him. Then he you know he was a former Blue Jay, a Met. Those are two rivals of the Yankees. I, I remember with the whole Alec Manoa thing. He said something about like Yankee fans being fickle. That way he wasn't lying. But I just feel like when you join a team, or imagine you are right, so like when you get a job working somewhere, and there are people at the company who are higher ranking than you, help build the company, been there longer than you. Like, do you come in there guns blazing, telling them what you're gonna be, what you're gonna do, how it's gonna go, or do you fall in line, or do you try to make friends? Or do you try to be accepted? Or do you try to show your worth and add value before you get too comfortable and start like, I just look at this clubhouse for the Yankees as, okay, good. They're shaking the room again. They tried to shake the room by taking uh, Gio Urshela out of the equation, which, where's the update on Gio Urshela? Glaber Torres posted Gio Urshela over the weekend on his Instagram story. Made us think, oh, they were getting the buddies back together. Where's the update on Gio Urshela signing with the Yankees? I'm down for that second tour of duty. I wasn't down for Tommy Canely, but he's still here. You know, Billy McKinney, I had no idea what he'd be. Greg Allen was here today, gone tomorrow like he was the first time. I don't know. But what I'm saying is they shook the room when they took out Gio, who was best friend, still is, with Glaber Torres. Took your, your best friend off the team. And in the trade, here comes Josh Donaldson to replace him who I'm sure every Yankee looked at. I remember putting together the video when I worked at John Boy. I went back and clipped it. I was watching this, and I went and put it. So Josh Donaldson said what he said about Garrett Cole. Then he faced Garrett Cole and went 0 for 3. Garrett Cole struck him out like three times or something. I feel like all the Yankees had to be looking at Garrett Cole. Like this guy literally, by name, called out Cole for the sticky stuff. And Brian Cashman said, oh, yeah, let's add him to the clubhouse. So now you add Verdugo. Oh, yeah, I heard about Verdugo, too. He's late to the ballpark. Yeah, well, you can you can pull up late to Fenway and get that off. You can't pull up to the Bronx late and get that off. You can't pull up. You can't pull up to the Bronx late. <laughs> you just can't. I know where the players ride in. I like If you get stuck in traffic, you're stuck in traffic. You have to arrive to the ballpark early. So they'll, they'll nip that in the bud or they'll get him a driver. And I don't think Verdugo, Verdugo shaved his beard. Nobody told him to. Verdugo shaved his beard uh, three weeks before his Zoom meeting. And nobody said he had to have a, a clean shave for a Zoom meeting. So I already get the idea these guys are falling in line, man. Glaber Torres was on Twitch the other night streaming. He shows the audience Juan Soto on FaceTime. Already making friends with Juan Soto. Glaber Torres was also at the game tonight with... Judge, they just don't know who Glaber Torres when they see him. They know Judge. Judge looks like a basketball player when they see him. All right, I'm running out of time. We got to break it down here. 87-7, 33-7, a six, a six, two more sixes. If you want to add something about Marcus Stroman or whatever, like, and I just want to say this. I don't think any Yankee fan is sure of Marcus Stroman, his performance, his health, or his attitude. But I think most smart Yankee fans look at the deal and know that we need pitching, and they say, good deal, get more. So if you want to add something on Stroman, come through with it. If you have something to add about the head coaching carousel, who should be fired, who isn't going to be fired, where these guys are going to be hired. I mean, Belichick interviewed with the Falcons yesterday. You can call me up about that. And we're still talking about Super Wild Card Weekend, the games that were.
as we project into the divisional round coming up. Keith McPherson on the fan. My last little bit coming up right after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. All right. Almost 2 a.m. K.M. to 2 a.m. This is the last little bit I got. Keith McPherson back on the fan. Tuesday morning, Monday night into Tuesday morning. A little quick one here after the Eagles got smacked by the Bucks. And, uh, yeah, I think I got a five-hour K.M. to A.M. loading for 7 p.m. Let's take the rest of the calls. 877-337-6666. C-Max coming up next. And Jim is in Stratford on the fan. What's up, Jim? Hey, what's up, Keith? Long you know. time no talk. How you doing? Good, good. Thanks for calling. Good. Uh, yes, yeah, so I've got a question. Like, what is so special about Jim? What's his name? Hackett? Paul Hackett? Jim Hackett? Nathaniel Hackett? That's it. Yeah, Nathaniel. I was way off. <laughs> no, but I think his dad's name... Um, I think you're you're just thinking of Nathaniel Hackett's dad. Paul Hackett. Yeah, you're thinking of his dad. Somebody. What's um, so special about Nathaniel about, Hackett? No, about the offense that only Aaron Rodgers could could succeed in, and and there's no flexibility, and the guy can't do anything else but this this this. I'd love to see the blueprint. Like yeah. So what I think it is secret sauce. Or something? And 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 I even heard. Zach Wilson allude to this. Mm-hmm. There are certain plays that they call and mm-hmm. certain checks that they can get to in certain plays and, and formations. And obviously, that takes a certain level of understanding that Aaron Rodgers completely understands. That's the only thing I've got that he, he could read the defense and make any changes. So it sounds so like it's they, a very open, kind of open, loosey goosey kind of a. Well, not uh, even. It's just like if they're running, I think I mentioned like a, a two tight end personnel. If they have two tight ends in the game, one running back and two wide receivers, mm-hmm. and they go up to the line and, I don't know, they're going to run all stops. And then they look at the coverage and they say, okay, it's zone, and I don't know, we need something that's going to be a zone beat. Like he just can mm-hmm. check if they want to check to a run or they want to check to a different type of uh, route tree or whatever. Not route okay. tree, but if they want to run – you know, different routes, he's able to go up to the line and recognize and get them into the right play. Zach Wilson okay. not able to do that. Also, Zach Wilson 
held on to the ball forever, took sacks. Right. It's just not – it wasn't – that that offense wasn't suited for Zach Wilson's style of quarterbacking. Anyway, there's nothing but, special about Nathaniel Hackett. I've said so this on record. This he so, wouldn't have a job right now mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers because after the job he did in Denver as a head coach – Nobody was hiring him to be a head coach. Nobody was hiring him to be a coordinator. There's too many talented guys out there. Right. So there's more flexibility. So so compare that. How would you compare like that kind of offense to um, another team where where um, somebody other than Aaron Rodgers, somebody with less experience, could succeed? You know, you know what, what I mean? Like I mean. It, the thing is, like, it, there it isn't even less experience anymore. Because, like, when I see C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love balling like that, yeah. they, they just know where their receivers are and they trust right. it. And even when they're about to get punched in the mouth, even when they're about to get tagged, they're yeah. standing in there or they're buying enough time to make the throw. Yeah, um, yeah. I think Dude. it's more this. Nathaniel Hackett lacked the ability to adapt to not having Aaron Rodgers. Right, obviously, that, yeah, that was huge. We saw that with Russell Wilson, not even with Zach Wilson. With Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson had a down year, and people were saying, Russ doesn't got it anymore, Russ isn't good anymore. Then Russ was making plays with Sean Payton. They figured mm. out for his skill set what he could do, even Sean Payton, even though Sean Payton had no love for him. But then yeah. with Zach Wilson, if you go back to the sounds from the sideline that they put out, that first night when the Bills lost, and look at the Bills, like <laughs> the Bills lost to the Jets. There's a lot of the Giants beat the Packers. Look at them. I know. What like, a crazy it's just, that's been. the NFL. It's like it doesn't matter. Like it's any given Sunday, and you could beat a team, and then whatever, they can still end up being a better team at the end of the year. But um, I, I distinctly remember Nathaniel Hackett saying to Zach Wilson, I'm not changing, basically trying to challenge him and say, like, you, you've been in this <laughs> offense for a month. Step up. I'm not changing. Like, I'm not changing the game plan and the play calls because Aaron Rodgers went down. They were able to win that game, but he should have immediately gotten to the lab and said, I must change. I have to change. He admitted at the end of the year he didn't realize he knew how he did not know how much of a workhorse Brees Hall was. Why? Because he was coming off injury? You've been around him for months. That's your best offensive weapon. Overuse him. Like, overuse him until he's gassed. Oh my god! It's just so. It seems so elementary. This stuff, you know. And these, it is, it, and and like I'm trying to go back in my head and think when I was watching the Jets games, what did I think? It just took them a while to get creative. It took right. them a while, and and like what, that Texans game. You see, look, look at the Texans. The Texans are in the division round. The Jets beat them. Uh, they, right. they, they beat the Eagles. But in that Texans game, they knocked C.J. Stroud of that game, out of that game, and that was the game they were saying Zach Wilson didn't want to take the ball. But now. It looks like in the offense, Zach Wilson is playing more free, right? They're getting him on the run. They're rolling yeah. him out, and they're doing different things to kind of yeah, trick the defense. And that's the thing. You should be you should be adapting and changing week by week to who you're facing and your skill set and, and well, you know, who look you at, have. Look at these teams. You do examples of who beat who in the beginning, and now you know how people how teams have changed and adapted. And, and yeah, and, and that's whatever. why I say yeah. people want to blame coaches only. No, it is the players and the coaches. The coaches are the ones watching the film, coming up with the game plan, telling the group. Then the group has to go out there and execute. And when I looked at, like, LaFleur's group, the Packers, they were 100% prepared for the Dallas Cowboys on offense and defense. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Texans. The Texans were prepared. Okay, what are, what are the weaknesses? How can we, like, la- exploit uh, them, yeah. Laramie Tunsil versus Miles Garrett? All right, you, you, you take care of Miles Garrett, who's going to be defensive player of the year. Give me enough time. And I'm going to be able to find them against their their zone or whatever. Like yeah, 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 right. I don't know. Yeah. It's all matchups. It's all schemes. 
And it sounds like it's good communication between coaches and players. Yeah, and Dan Quinn. On the same page. Dan Quinn thought he could run his own defense against Jordan Love, and they thought that they would get home. See, I was saying this to, to my homies that are in uh, two of my boys that are in a, a Cowboys chat with me that I don't even want to be in. Um, yeah. One's a baseball player. One didn't play any sports. They look at me as a football guy that, that knows more, and I'm telling them, I'm like, if Dan Quinn is going to play zone. One of two things need to happen for you to be successful. If he's going to play zone defense, they need to get to the quarterback and sack the quarterback, or the DBs need to create a coverage sack. They they did zero of that. Right. <laughs> the Cowboys couldn't sack him physically, and there yeah. were no coverage sacks. There were guys running free the whole day. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah, huh. Yeah, so with Nathaniel Hackett, he's going to look a lot better with Aaron Rodgers next year. If they get an offensive line to, to block, that's that's first and foremost. And if they get another weapon so it's not just Garrett Wilson or Brees Hall, Lazard, I don't think – I mean, I think Lazard's going to look better with Rodgers, but he's not. You can't rely on him. Like, yeah, you need to, They need to either draft a receiver or trade for another guy. I don't think they're going to be able to trade for Devontae Adams. And, yeah, the offense will be better um, because Aaron Rodgers will get the play, and at the line he'll get you into the right play or yeah, run the yeah. play that's there. Yeah. Awesome, yeah, yeah. It could be interesting. I can't wait. Should be, uh, should be. Something. We all can't wait. If if you're running well, it back, wait. you got to get instant results. Like, or if not, it's gonna be like the the, the stakes and the oh pressure for the whole Jets organization are even higher than they oh, were in September. Out of, out of control. Yeah, all these <laughs> like everyone should be fired. Yeah, if it doesn't pan out in some way, you, then if it doesn't pan out, then you might have to pull a Frank Wright. They they fired Frank Wright week eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what? They fired the guy week 11. Thanks for the call, Jim. They they said, we don't even care. We don't even care for you to stay. Like, it just, so heads have to roll. I know David Tevers, he's the worst owner in sports. But, yeah, the, the, the pressure, the hype, the expectations of, okay, next year, Aaron Rodgers for real this time, right? The plan was Aaron Rodgers. We couldn't go through with the plan. If the plan doesn't work, and, like, I'm talking about the first three, four weeks, Aaron Rodgers not going to be able to tell everybody R E L A X. Like, there's going to be some pissed off fans. There's going to be some pundits that like are are out to get Aaron Rodgers. People in the media that can't wait to see you fail. I I hope that Joe Douglas does every. I hope he doesn't sleep. I hope he does everything in his power to shore up this offensive line and go get another weapon. Because I want to see it. I'm on record here at WFA. I know people think I hate the Jets now or whatever. I'm critical of them because it was a disappointment that I feel like could have been been avoided. Back-to-back years letting Zach Wilson tank your season, I feel like that could have been avoided. I feel like nobody else in the NFL is doing that. I feel like nobody else in the NFL is going to run a quarterback out there over and over and over again. And now they're going to trade him. So what what I'm saying is this. I was excited. I I can get to MetLife Stadium in 20 minutes from my crib. I live in Jersey. You know, I know a lot of New Yorkers got to take the hike over there. Getting to MetLife Stadium is easy for me. I can get to MetLife Stadium as fast as I can get to the, the Rock Prudential Center. I'm a football guy. I like watching football. Not just Dallas Cowboys football. I really don't care that much about the Dallas. I, I, I can watch college football. I can watch high school kids play. I wanted to go to Jets games this year to watch one of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen operate. I really thought there were going to be some Jets games this year where I just go watch the Jets play the Texans and not have a dog in the fight to go see Aaron Rodgers live, to see how he operates live, see how he works with the sideline, see how he talks with the... We didn't get to see it. It got cut four plays in. All in for 2024. 
Last call of the night goes to my guy Dwight in Asbury Park. Oh seven seven one two on both sides of the phone. What's up, Dwight? What do you think about C.J. Stroud? You think he's going to take it all away? You think Baltimore going to shut him down? I think Baltimore shuts him down. I think going on the road is a different beast than being at home. And I also think people are not realizing, like, like Lamar Jackson is one thing on the offensive side of the ball that, like, Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco turned back into the Jets, Joe Flacco. Remember I said, like, uh, what was Craig always calling him? A, a cigar, a cigar store statue? Like, yeah, he like, was. Yeah, but he started getting hit up. He started getting sacked. He started having pressure on him, throwing interceptions. He that wasn't the Joe Flacco standing back there chucking the ball around for three hundred yards. Lamar is not yeah, that. He, Lamar Lamar gets gets busy running. If they're catching the ball for him, it's going to be a long day for their offense. C.J. Stroud versus that defense. Kyle Hamilton, Roquan Smith, Pat Queen, Clowney. Uh, yeah, it's it's you know, harm-free. It's going to be it's different going out there to Baltimore. It's going to be cold out there. They're not going to be in the Dome. I'm not going to doubt C.J. Stroud based off of what I've seen from the kid. It might be a good game. They might be able to steal it if yeah. history serves itself. Flacco's O-line forgot to show up for him. Well, you know, their their O-line was beat up. You know, they, they couldn't they couldn't hack it. Um, Not to throw a hack it out there. Uh, They were beat up by the end of the season. But what was I going to say? Yeah, the, the Ravens are a different beast rested. I know the Ravens have failed in the past. Specifically, Lamar has been one and done failed in the past. If if they if they if they do that like the Cowboys did, I'd be surprised. I think everybody knows what time it is with the Ravens. They got a lot of talent. Uh they have a good coach. They have good coaches. They're gonna be prepared, especially after seeing what happened to the Cowboys. Yeah, I think they're gonna be ready for CJ Stroud and, and D'Amico Ryans and Will Anderson and those young guys. All right, thanks for the my call, man. Thanks for the call, Dwight. But that's why we watch, and that's why we gamble, and that's why we don't know anything. And maybe, could you imagine C.J. Stroud, Nico Collins, Devin Singletary, and those guys go on the road and knock off Lamar Jackson? And the narrative is about Lamar Jackson. You're, you're going to be talking about him like he's Dak Prescott. <laughs> I said, could you imagine Dak winning MVP this year, and that's what he does in his home playoff game, like the Cowboys are the only team to lose at home, the only home team to lose in this uh, uh, wild card round. I just don't see. I don't see the Niners losing. I don't see the Ravens losing. The Bills scare me. Like I've been saying for weeks on the fan, what the Bills have turned into. Look out for them. I think they beat Taylor Swift, and we've got all week to talk about it. I'll save my takes. I got a five-hour KM to AM at seven PM. But right now, C-Mac is back. He'll take you from now to the warm-up show. Listen to C-Mac's show. Call his show. Thanks for rocking with me. Keith McPherson on the fan. Good to be back. I'm going to go home. If it's not snowing too bad, I should be straight. Yeah, wish me luck. I'll be back tomorrow. Have a good night. Good morning. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.